All right, welcome to Money Sucks, and we want to avoid getting rid of that money. We're holding on to it, especially during this time. We're not making a whole lot of money, some of us, especially those people that gig real uh, live gigs. And I'm not forgetting the other people, too, our hairdressers, our nail people, anybody that deals with uh, other people um, in in uh, face-to-face situations and you're out of uh, work right now, I feel for you. Um, but I've got to tell you this story about this gentleman, and you've met him on episode one if you listen. He's called the Thrifty Oracle, or Osho, and um, he is a man of mystery. And, and I don't just say that lightly. Let me explain. So basically, I need to tell you that the guy, um, when I heard about him, when I first heard about him, was uh, a guy that lived in this burg uh, that's kind of a weird burg. The reason why is because there's a lot of odd things about where he lived. First of all, I believe he uh, built his house. Um, That's number one, which is fine. I think he used, honest to God, I think he used like recycled. um, It didn't look bad. It just looked... I don't want to say old either, but it was, it was, it was a rustic. He did a great job with it, but it was just an, it was a different house. Like the house, there was no neighborhood really. There were a few houses here and there where he lived. Um, but here, here, here's the odd parts. You're not going to believe this. This is an actual place. Uh, you can't find it right now. The house has long been gone, but as you looked out his front window, you would look at a castle. Now, how many people can say that they looked out their front window and looked at a castle? Now, here it it that just that's just the beginning. So then, next to this castle was this town, and in the Midwest, there's not a whole lot of ghost towns, but yet there is one. It was supposed to be like a mall, and there were all these different shops and stuff that were there, and it was a weird place to build a mall because it's out in the middle of nowhere, especially at that time. And um, they built this place, and it was soon a ghost town. So that's number one, but I want to tell you why I'm so uh, building up to what I want you to uh, find out about, and that is there was a rumor that he buried money around his property. Um, what he did, he didn't trust banks, and he put money in these containers all around his house, and I had to ask him, you know, what What's that all about? So uh, let me continue with that Berg. So it, 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 it gets weirder, okay? In fact, this Berg has been on those shows that you see on TV that talk about weird places. So let me continue with that. For some reason, I don't know why, but in this Berg or around this Berg, there are a lot of cemeteries. Just a lot of cemeteries. I don't know why, but it's just one of those things. Now, as you go a little farther away from the town... You're in the woods. Now, these woods are where they did the atomic bomb testing. That's right. And they are uh, still having a fence around the area that they did it. So there's something weird about the place. There was a ballroom that since burned down. And this ballroom had like um, all the greats of the day. You know, Glenn Miller, Louis Armstrong and stuff. And it was still around, and it was a weird building, really, really weird. Um, So you had that. You had all the cemeteries. By the way, the cemetery and the ballroom are connected, and they're connected by a story by a very famous apparition, and her name was Resurrection Mary. 
So you can see why I want to find out what's going on with this uh, house and this rumor and this legend about this very thrifty guy who took money and buried it all around his house. So I had to ask him that question, the big, big question, and you're all going to find out right now. What's the story there? Because I want to know, and I bet you want to know too. So is it true? I've heard a rumor back in the day that you actually buried money in a coffee can at your old house uh, with cash in it. Uh, I don't know where that rumor came from. That's very interesting. I'm, I'm surprised that you know about it. I really didn't bury the money. We had a magic and trick shop, and at Halloween we made a lot of money, and most of it came in, or a lot of it came in with cash. And so on one weekend I, I had the money, and I couldn't take it to the bank. The bank wasn't open. So I, I took the money, and I put it in a coffee can, and I hid it down in my basement. I guess that would sort of be like burying it in the backyard, but I didn't really bury it any place. And then we were very busy that next week because it was Halloween week, and I forgot all about it. And years later, when we were moving, I went down and I started moving things around and getting it ready for our move. And there was this coffee can. I had no idea what was in it, and I was ready to just throw it in the trash that we're going to throw away. But I did open it, and there was some money in there. And that was just fantastic. So that's the story of burning, burying a coffee can in my backyard to save money. Okay, so it's not true, but it's it's a variation of the legend. That's kind of neat. Right. Since, right. Since I heard of, and, and, go ahead. And, and and I might have said that I buried the money just to embellish my story to make it interesting. Yeah, you like to do that, don't you? Uh, well, sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. Like on our program here, I'm very serious, and I don't embellish anything here because uh, it, it just wouldn't be uh, productive if I did. But in regular stories with people around, I might do it sometime, maybe. Yeah, and you know what? I will go the other way with you. You sometimes back off on some things because the outlandish things that happen with you is unbelievable. In fact, oh. I know that you used to go out for lunch or whatever with the group, uh, all these entertainers and stuff, and I heard about arms being lit on fire in the restaurant. <laughs> Yes, my son is a fire eater, and he likes to do outlandish things like that. And so we would put uh, lighter fluid on our arms and see who could let it burn the longest. And, of course, he would win all the time. And I tried it one time, and I decided, uh, that's not for me. Let the shish kebab get burned. My arm is not a shish kebab. Oh, my goodness. And uh, once again, the story is like I said, and I will tell this story as well to everybody that's listening. And this is not a lie. The man that I'm talking to right now will take a hammer and have a nail. Don't do this at home. And he would he would in front of me put that nail in his head. Is that true or is that false? Yes, it's true. We take a hammer and a nail and actually pound it in my nose, and it looks like it's going in my head. And it is going in my head, but there's a cavity that it goes into, so it, it's pretty safe. I learned how to do this with a real skeleton skull that I had in the trick shop, and I saw it on television where a fellow did pound a nail into the, his head. So I tried it on the skull that we had in the trick shop. It was a human skull, and it worked, so I tried it with my skull. 
Now, we did a, a, a show for television, Ripley's Believe It or Not, and we went down in the basement with the cameraman, and he actually filmed me uh, pounding this nail in my head. But uh, they tell me that it was too too gruesome for television, so they didn't play it. They cut that part out. But we had other things in, in Ripley's Believe It or Not. All right, there you go, everybody. So he didn't bury money, but on that note, so what I learned is what I do is I would take little chunks of money and put it in different places. Like um, I love uh, the James Bondy stuff and they get a safe and stuff. So I found this safe uh, at uh, Harbor Freight Tools. And what I would do is I wanted the one that it was electronics, kind of more fun. And uh, I like to put little little bits of cash in there just, just to have it, you know. So I do the cash thing, too. Uh, cash is no longer king, I don't think, even though it, it's, it's good to have. Talk about liquid. That's the most liquid thing you can have. You know, have it right there at your disposal. In fact, I've heard uh, stories of some people, like, putting too much money in just one thing, and that's not good either. But getting off on the subject, I wanted to talk about another way that I save money. And, uh, uh, and put it away in a certain spot. I, I invested in uh, cryptocurrencies. Uh, Bitcoin is my favorite right now. Um, it, it was uh, fun to watch it go way, way, way up a few months back. And uh, it went down since then. But if you you know, buy low and sell high, you're going to be okay. So my little treasure chest, my little coffee can in the yard, as if, we, as if it was true, is you know uh, Bitcoin. So I'm real excited about that because... Uh, my my little my little cash. Oh, by the way, I can you know switch it over anytime to cash and have cash uh, in a in a heartbeat. Uh, my little bit of cash can turn into something. It might get found, and I might lose it all. Meaning, you know, if the coffee can got found and uh, the money would be gone, uh, that would be bad. Same with Bitcoin, but I don't think it's going to happen. Too many people are players, so I'm kind of uh, kind of excited about Bitcoin. So I am shocked. The thriftiest man. In the world, the thrifty oracle, you have a mortgage. Uh, yes, I do. I have a mortgage, and uh, instead of paying off my house, I invested my cash, my money in different areas, uh, stocks and bonds and uh, annuities. And it just so happens that I have enough money invested in these other areas that my interest pays off the mortgage for my house. And so instead of taking a big chunk of money and paying off my house, I let the other company pay off my house, and they're holding a big chunk of money for me that is very liquid. And I would like to go back just a second with your Bitcoin and cash, if you don't mind. Sure. I have I have heard that we are going to go to a different kind of currency when this uh, virus is gone, and so you're doing a good job there. But it seems like right now cash is king. Uh, because uh, if you have cash, you can buy different things like toilet paper and uh, food and meat and all of that. And it might come to where if you have a gold bar, you might be trading that for a roll of toilet paper. So it's mm -hmm. interesting what's going to happen. I know we're going to talk about the future, and I know we're going to talk about now with our money. Yeah, so um, you have a mortgage. Uh, right now, the nice thing would be, if you didn't have a mortgage um, with people that are gigging or people that don't have a job right now and don't have money coming in, it's nice not to have a mortgage. Um, so it goes both ways. But definitely you kind of have the best of both worlds. 
you don't have a mortgage so much because the investments that you made are actually paying it off. So you don't have one, but yet you have that money to do with in case you need to get cash, get liquid. You can just do that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Right. You got that down right. I was really surprised to hear that uh, with your stocks that you have a, a you have a guy that that works it. I uh, do stocks as well. I read things and uh, I invest on my own. And I didn't like the fees that were associated with that. Uh, so I'm 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 doing it on my own, and I'm hoping for the best. So far, it's been up and down as you might imagine. But you have a money advisor now. I can't believe that you're paying for a money advisor. Um, how do you get away with that thrifty, the, the thrifty way? Well, everybody is different. Uh, some people can manage their own money and some people can't. Uh, I'm right in between the two. I can and I can't. One of the reasons why I can't is that uh, I tried it for a while, and then when the money market would go down, I'd get depressed. And if the money market would go up, I'd be happy. So I have a advisor that handles it for me luckily he goes to the same church i do and i really trust him uh he's he's been a friend for a long time and when, when things happen he tells me about it he calls me and he lets me know what's happening and according to him and i hope this is true he says that he invests in things that the uh, uh whatever doesn't come out of my pocket to be there uh he has the company actually pay him when he uh, he gets a commission from the company that he's investing in. So again, it depends on the person. You're doing real, real well. Other people lose their money in the first week or two, but uh, you're smart enough. You looked into it a whole lot. And I just, this is probably bad to say it wasn't worth me getting all upset about it. And I don't think I'm paying that much money, although every little bit does help. Yeah. Um, every bit does help. And speaking of, uh, help uh we all need help with our retirement i'm hearing um especially people who gig people who follow their passions people that may not work for a big company or even you know companies that are big they're changing things all the time so um i heard this plan that uh, uh back in the day walt disney uh actually invested not invested in this yes he had an account it's called an annuity he had an account insurance annuity and he actually borrowed against that account to put the money together to start Disneyland. Have you heard about that? I have heard about it. It was a long time ago, and, and I read it, but I don't understand any of the details. So if you want to explain that to our listeners, I would appreciate it. Yeah, so um, you can put money in an account. It's your money. You put it in an account. The cool thing about it is the account accrues and grows. It grows and gets bigger and bigger, and you keep putting more money in there. And then let's say you wanted to be liquid. You wanted that chunk of money, right? You needed it for an opportunity. You needed to pay a bill. Well, you can borrow against that, and then it stays in your account like you never took it out. So the money that you borrow still grows on interest. So you're always making money with this account. It is one of the most wonderful things, looking very forward to uh, seeing it grow and uh, watching it work. And by the way, I have borrowed against it for, during the years, and um, I'm pay, you got to pay yourself back. You don't, you should pay yourself back, and um, it's really cool. And the loans are really easy because it's not really a loan. You're you're loaning the money to yourself, so you fill out a form and say, "Give me my money," and they give you your money. Now, the money that you can borrow is only the money that you have in the account, but it's really a neat tool. 
Here's a trick question on that one. Can you borrow more money than you put into your annuity? Or can you just borrow up to what you have in it yourself? You can only borrow up to what you put it in, in yourself. You know, it, it's funny. You said you can only borrow what you have in it. it it's a, a sort of miracle or, or a, that you can even borrow money on the annuity because and still get an interest on it. That's amazing. Yeah, that was the miracle. That you hit the nail on the head. Not to be be funny about you putting nails in your head, but. Um, <laughs> But really, you did. And that was what did it for me. You're not locking up your money. You're still saving for that rainy day, putting a chunk of money away. But you can take that money out anytime you feel like it. Now, there's the advantage of of investing yourself because you know the ins and outs of what you're doing with your money. And you can handle it any way you want and work it the best way for yourself. And uh, Walt doesn't... Probably did a good thing there when he took that annuity money out. Yeah, he probably did. Um, millions of people have enjoyed uh, the, the fruits of his labor. So thank you, Walt Disney. Uh, j- just to give you a little story, uh, a friend of mine uh, would bury money out in his backyard. He, he's been doing it for over 50 years. And he put and he had like a five-acre plot or more, you know, with a little forest and all that kind of stuff. But he passed away, and his wife didn't know where all this money was. And so they're going around with Geiger counters and shovels and looking for things, and, and all this money is supposed to be back there. And he was saving silver coins, silver certificates and all that, and he buried all of it. Yeah. And they don't know how to get it because it's it's back there. And so that's uh, if you borrow money someplace, you know, leave, leave a map for your wife or – I don't know what to tell you on that, but that that actually happened. That's a true story. Speaking of which, your money is so secure with crypto, people are doing the same thing. They put it on a device, a digital device that the code Uh is on, and then they put that digital device wherever because, you know, you're in a home, you put it wherever. And I guess somebody cleaned it and actually threw one of the guys out. It was worth like $10 million on this device. So it still happens nowadays. Well. Yeah, well, I one time had a $500 bill and a $1,000 bill, and this is when interest were 10%. And I'm thinking, wow, in 10 years, I'm going to lose, uh, you know, interest because I just have it in my pocket and I'm not accruing interest with it. And so I, I traded in them in. Now I wish I had them because a 500 bill and a $1,000 bill is worth, you know, a lot of money. But who knows? You know, it's just one of those things. So, what have we learned? Bury that money. Don't put it in the yard, but, you know, find a way to, a fun way to kind of keep some cash uh, close by so that you can uh, get it if you need to. Bitcoin is a way to kind of bury that money and it might be fun. If uh, you can get a way to um, have somebody else pay your mortgage, figure it out you know the oracle did um stocks are good um go conservative if you are scared and then uh if you want to try to make some money you can you know take a few risks and th- but they're going to go up and down uh get yourself a money advisor it's not a bad thing even the thriftiest man in the world has one and then uh bank on yourself um you know uh get an annuity that you can borrow against that you have some money for retirement and the money's there in case you need it This has been an episode of Money Sucks. Don't let them take your money. I want to thank my co-host, the Thrifty Oracle, Osho, 
also Terry Finnegan with the music. <laughs> 